Hello, church. Uh, I hope this video finds you doing very well, uh, all of you. Over the next several weeks, as we are probably going to remain at home for quite some time now, uh, I thought it would be a good idea uh, not only to encourage you to be praying. Uh, you know, God's given us a wonderful opportunity. If you've never prayed before, if, if you're one of those that have said, I just don't have time to pray. Well, God has erased every excuse uh, right about now. So I do want to encourage all of you to be praying. It's something that we should do as a, as a practice in our daily uh, lives. Uh, but especially now, we should be praying. And I hope that, uh, I was hoping that over the next uh, week or two weeks, maybe every few days, to send out sort of a short video, a devotional, uh, to encourage you to, be, to, to pray and also how to pray. So with that, I... I thought I would go over the Lord's Prayer with you, if you don't mind, and uh, we're not going to learn about the whole Lord's Prayer tonight, as it's famously called the Lord's Prayer, but we do want to, over the next several videos, at least concentrate on one element at a time. You know, when Jesus gave us this prayer to pray, I don't think he wanted us to simply memorize all the words and then to repeat these words to God once a day, twice a day, maybe more often than that if you're in greater need. I think instead he gave us sort of a model to pray, uh, giving us some key elements to remember when we do pray, how we should be thinking, what our, you know, what our attitude should be, and to remember who it is that we are praying to. Uh, so with that, in the Gospel of Matthew, we'll do part one here tonight. In the Gospel of Matthew, the disciples wanted to know, they, they knew Jesus was a great prayer, and they wanted to know from Jesus just as John taught his disciples how to pray, so now Jesus' disciples have asked him, Lord, teach us how to pray. And so listen to what Jesus says as we go over the Lord's Prayer here together. Again, it's Matthew chapter 6. I'll begin at verse 9, where Jesus says, In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So tonight I thought we would start with the very first two words that Jesus teaches us in this Lord's Prayer. The very first two words are, Our Father. You know, what a shock this must have been to the listeners of this prayer when Jesus taught it. I think it was a shock to them because if you look at the Old Testament, the scriptures that the disciples knew, if you look at the Old Testament, God revealed himself in many ways, including God being called Elohim, Elohim, like in Genesis chapter 1, God created the heavens and the earth. This is Elohim that we're talking about, which means he is not only mighty, but he is the creator of heaven and earth. He also revealed himself in scripture like to Abraham. He said to Abraham, I am El Shaddai. In other words, I am the all-sufficient one. And again, later on, not only through Genesis, but as you get into Exodus as well, God now introduces himself to his people as Yahweh or Jehovah, which is where we get the word Lord from. And so I think this was a shock 
to the hearers of this prayer. Because when Jesus says our father, that word father, it literally means Abba or Papa, or as my kids would call me, Daddy. A big change from what the disciples knew about the Old Testament. So now, if God is our Father, does that mean God has changed? Is there something different about Him? Has He changed His nature? Is God no longer Elohim, the creator of heaven and earth? Is God no longer El Shaddai or Lord? <laughs> of course He is. God has not changed. We are the ones who have been changed. The Bible says, in fact, in John chapter 1, I'll turn that to that for us. In John chapter 1, verse 12, John speaking about all those who believe in Jesus. This is what John says, John 1, verse 12. But as many as received him, that is Jesus, to them he gave the right to become children of God. We are the ones that have been changed and the change has come through Jesus Christ. We have become the children, the sons and daughters of the living God. In fact, this is one of the ministries of the Holy Spirit in our life to testify, to witness to us that God is indeed our Father. And through the Holy Spirit, we learn to cry out, Abba, Father. So yes, to all of us here tonight that are gathered around listening to this video, Later on, when you go to God in prayer, we are coming to him as our father, our father. Notice Jesus didn't only say, pray this way, father, or he didn't call him the father. It was our father, meaning we are all the children of God coming together under one God. I have no problem with my own children. I am their daddy, of course, in this world, but I have no problem whatsoever when I hear my children call upon God, their father. I fully recognize, I acknowledge that he is their heavenly father. And as a father, he is so much greater, so much better, more patient, even uh, able to do so much more than I can do for them. So I don't mind at all when my children also learn that God is their true father. In the New Testament, we also learn about God being our father. It says that the father of lights in whom there is no shadow of turning. Our father, he does not change. In fact, Jesus also explained to us that when we cry out to God, our father, he already knows what we need. He already knows the circumstances that we're in. He already knows what we're going to ask before we ask it. And so Jesus said that when we come before our Father, don't try to impress God with all these great words and, and all these motions and all this theology that you preach to God. God doesn't look for that. I can imagine if my own kids came to me in need of something, and instead of just asking me, they went through this whole uh, rendition of, of, of uh you know, all these words that they may not even understand themselves. And they're, they're talking about all these other things. And I would say, kids, just tell me, what is it that you need? And I think sometimes we do the same thing with our father. We think first we have to impress him, speak a, a heavenly kind of uh, grammar in order to catch his ear or to uh, have God pay attention to us. It's not that at all. 
we come to him as our father. And as he is our father, tonight there is an invitation for all of you to come. I know many times in my own life with my dad, there were many times he would be working in the office uh, in the middle of preparing a sermon or studying. I could go to my father at any moment of any day during any hour and talk to him. He always made time for me. How much more does God want to hear from you? How much more does God give us his attention when we cry out to him? He is our father. And so tonight there is this open invitation to all of us. And God says, come, my children, come whenever you'd like. Stay as long as you'd like and talk about whatever you'd like. So after listening to this video, I myself, I'm going to get my kids together and my wife. We're going to sit down and, and pray for each other. And we're going to remember that when we pray, it is to our Father. God bless you. And may God take care of all of you. May you seek his face tonight. And I pray that tonight our Father will reveal himself to you, perhaps in a brand new way, and draw you to come to him as his own children. God bless you all. I'll see you again.